Hey, what's up? Welcome back to Microfamous. We are talking about how to shorten the sales cycle and why a podcast is key to doing that. I mean, obviously we want to close sales faster. If you can get sales now versus sales later, sales today is more valuable than sales six months from now. But the online world right now is really cluttered and distrustful. So closing sales fast is getting harder. And you can see it in, uh, if you pay attention to the ads that you get served up uh, in Facebook, uh, in Instagram, and you check out the landing pages where they lead to, you'll, you'll see and you probably notice what I have, which is more and more credibility indicators. You're seeing people that sell things online, especially information products, lean heavily, heavily into credibility indicators. So testimonials, screenshots of feedback from clients, you know, screenshots of the, the back end of their ad accounts if they sell Facebook ads, you know, screenshots of the back end of their Stripe account. It's all in an effort to build trust quickly and close the sale quickly. Now, of course, getting results for people is critical, but I do want to point out a completely different way to build trust and shorten the sales cycle. Yes, you want to have proof that you get results for clients, but I'm going to take that as a given. You're an expert in your field. You get results for people. You have those credibility indicators, but there's another way to shorten the sales cycle, which is to launch a podcast. Now, how does podcasting shorten the sales cycle? And I'm going to give you a few different ways here. So we're going to go through these. I think I've got five of them here. Let's start with number one. Podcasting can actually change the perception of you in your market and make you micro-famous in your space. Uh, my best example is my own real estate podcast, Real Estate Uncensored, which took me from just you know some guy working in an agency to an insider, a speaker, an event speaker, and uh, well-respected as a connector in that space all within 18 months. So if you get the positioning of your podcast right and you have great content to share, a podcast can do the same thing for you. It essentially makes you a mini celebrity in your space. Uh, another example is one of our clients that we launched a podcast uh, and produce and been producing it for a couple of years. He offers a really boutique high-end service to nine-figure companies in his space, which those nine-figure companies uh, in that space are actually you know smaller, mid-level players. Um, and as he had CEOs of those companies tell him they listen to his podcast, he's had CEOs tell him they make their whole executive team <laughs> listen to his podcast and discuss the key points. Uh, when he goes to events, he has people coming up to him telling him they're listening to the podcast, to join the podcast. And to understand how big of a deal that is, you have to understand that like otherwise the perception of him in the market would be that he is a vendor in that space. He's not an executive at those companies. So when he shows up to those events, he's perceived as a vendor. But because he hosts a podcast in that space, he's now becoming micro famous. He is known for being an expertise on the industry and in the leadership space within that niche. So in terms of shortening the sales cycle, when you go from being a vendor, you know, just some per somebody with something to sell to being micro famous in that niche, that's going to help you close sales faster because you go from being, you know, the experimental risky choice to becoming the no brainer choice because people know you, you are known, you are well respected in the space. So it makes it easier for someone, whether they're making the decision or whether there's, you know, somebody above them in a company making the decision when you're a no brainer choice it shortens the sales cycle because there's a lot less time handholding that becomes necessary. So that's number one. It changes the perception of you in the market and makes you micro-famous in your space. Now let's move on to number two. Podcasting demonstrates commitment and consistency. You know, if you follow our weekly podcast formula that we teach to our clients, what the public sees when they subscribe to your podcast is a consistent blend of conversational episodes with fellow experts, solo episodes where you deliver your message straight to the audience, 
and success stories with your clients. Now, when you repeat that cycle over and over again for months and months and months over, over the course of years, the audience knows that you take your business, your expertise, and your clients very, very seriously. It shows that you're there for the long haul. And that means a lot to someone debating on handing you, you know, several thousand dollars, you know, on the low end for your service or, or several thousand a month for, for coaching or something like that, or they bring you in for a high level consulting project. Podcast demonstrates that you have a long-term view you're there to build long-term authority and respect and influence in the niche that you serve. And that is priceless. And it shows that you're there for the long haul. You're not a fly-by-night outfit. You're not someone that just spotted an opportunity and launched a new co you know, company in that space to take advantage of some short-term conditions. You're not going from space to space to space, just kind of burning through niches while you max out the, you know, the short-term money you can make before you move on. It shows that you are committed to that industry and that space that you serve. So that shortens the sales cycle up by building trust. So let's move on to number three, podcasting builds a relationship with the audience. So in, in a few different ways, it actually allows people to binge on your content once they find you, right? If they stumble across one podcast episode and you have months and months of episodes, they what we find is that for our clients, when they put out a new episode, about half their downloads that day come from that episode. And the other half of the downloads come from people going back and listening to previous episodes of their podcast. So they're going, hey, I like this one. Let's go back and see what else I can listen to that I enjoy. And so it gives people a chance to binge on your content. You know, we've had people find my podcast and, and write in and say like, Hey man, I, I just, I burned through like six months of content just in the last couple of days. I'm obsessed. I love the show. And they'll move on to the next stage of the sales cycle, whether that's with my agency or buying, buying the fast track or whatever. But that kind of thing happens because there's content that they can binge on. Now, podcasting is also this kind of unique, intimate form of media where people feel closer to you because you're in someone's ear for long stretches of time. And when you put all that stuff together, the fact that people can binge on you, the fact that it's intimate, the fact that you're in people's ear for a long time, it makes it a lot easier for people to build a sense of trust and relationship with you, right? You might not even know who they are, but they come to feel like they know you. You know, I can't tell you how good of a feeling it is to show up to a sales call with someone who already feels like they know me because they've been listening to my podcast or they've been following me for, you know, for years on, or something like that on, on some of the podcasts I've been on. And for them, it feels like we have a relationship already, even though I've never spoken to them before. And when it comes to sales, that is priceless, right? It moves everything and makes things uh, uh, run faster, right? It shortens the sales cycle because we're not trying to start building in the relationship on that first sales call. We already have a relationship and we're on a call to kind of push that relationship to the next level. So it shortens up that sales cycle. All right, let's move on to number four. Podcasting can destroy objections before you ever show up to a sales call. And I love this, right? One of our clients went from selling live events at around two grand a ticket, and it took lots of handholding, lots of direct messages on Facebook, you know, uh, and texting, lots of, you know, phone calls, you know, jumping on the phone, answering people's questions. Uh, just to get people to pay two grand to come to his in-person workshop. Now, flash forward a couple years into the podcast, people were paying three grand for that same workshop, right? So we raised the price 30%, but it took virtually no handholding, very few DMs, fewer or no phone calls. He's got somebody to kind of answer customer calls for him. So he's able to get that off of his plate. So not only did he not have to take phone calls anymore, but half the time the person he hired to take the phone calls, <laughs> they are not necessary either because people are going to his website, put their credit card in, register for his workshop, buy the flights and show up to his office where 
where they a lot of times meet for the first time. And then that workshop is also what what pitches them on group coaching and it closes a high percentage of people from live in-person events or live virtual events, you know, during the last year into group coaching because the podcast has already des destroyed a lot of the objections to those things that he's selling before people ever show up. So if you're hosting a podcast, one of the best sources of topics is the objections people raise on sales calls. Take those objections, write them all down and start doing podcast episodes about them. Because over time, as people listen to your podcast, you're eliminating those objections before they ever come up on a sales call. So when they show up on a sales call, they don't have a lot of objections. It's more about timing and fit and things like that. And that's a lot easier sales call to take than somebody that heard about you once, heard maybe saw an ad, jumped on a, a, a quick call with you, and now you're trying to like do all that stuff from scratch, right? Trying to build that relationship, trying to just handle objections, like, like trying to do all of that all in one phone call. So you can actually destroy objections in advance with your podcast. That's number four. Now let's move on to number five. What podcasting does that's really interesting is it's very good at attracting the right people and repelling everyone else. By running your podcast for your most ideal clients, like the people at the center of the bullseye, the ones you most strongly want to serve and work with, well, your podcast is going to most strongly attract those people. That means you have to be willing to take risks. It means recording podcast episodes that are incredibly deep, very, very specific, very tailored for the right people. And that means fewer of the wrong people ever get into your sales cycle to begin with. And you spend less time trying to convince people who aren't ready or aren't a good fit. So not only does it shorten the sales cycle up by strongly attracting the right people and getting them to absolutely fall in love with you because you're talking about things that absolutely resonate with a on a very deep level with the right people, but you're also getting people out of your sales cycle that shouldn't be in there to begin with, which wastes less of your time. So there's all kinds of benefits to podcasting in terms of how it shortens the sales cycle. That's one of my favorites is how deep and specific and tailored you can make the content so that the right people absolutely go, holy cow, where has this podcast been all my life? Where has this expert been? I need to get into their world and work with them because I don't hear anybody else saying what they're saying. That's what you want your podcast to do. That's why you go so deep with the content that you put out because that's what attracts the right people and gets them converted to that point of view so that they turn around and go, holy cow, I have no other options. I've got to work with him. I've got to work with her. I've got to work with the person that is saying those things. So when you run your podcast that way and you get that deep and you get your content to resonate with people at that level, because you're being very specific about who the right people are, that is the kind of response you'll get. And all the people that weren't right and were never going to be right, won't get into your sales cycle to begin with, and they'll stop pulling down your averages, right? So to sum it up, here's what podcasting does. It makes you micro famous in your niche and completely changes the perception of you in the market. It demonstrates your commitment and consistency, so you create trust. It builds a relationship with the audience. It destroys objections before you ever show up to a sales call. It attracts the right people and repels everyone else. Now, in a sales situation, what better groundwork could you possibly lay? In the absence of good marketing, these are all hurdles that you have to overcome in the sales process, usually on calls. You know, you have to change the initial perception of you. You have to create rapport, build trust, demonstrate credibility, demonstrate commitment to solving the problem, handing objections. And then, then after all that stuff is done on a call, then you got to try to close, right? Imagine if 90% of that work was done before you ever showed up to a sales call. That's what podcasting does. It takes care of steps in the sales cycle you'd normally have to handle on calls. So it pulls everything forward. 
It does all that while also giving people a chance to binge on you so they can potentially go through that process in a very, very short period of time. They could find your podcast and within a day or two, go from not knowing who you are, not trusting you to absolutely completely falling in love with you and your content and the way that you look at the world, removing most of their objections and showing up on a sales call and go, hey, I've just binged on you for the last week. I'm ready to roll. Where do I sign up? And that happens. That absolutely happens when you have a podcast. So that's the power of podcasting to shorten sales cycles. Now, we've got a couple of ways that you can help. So if you're looking to launch a podcast, we have the MicroFamous Fast Track, which is all the tools and templates that you need, even down to Canva graphic templates for social media, your social media buzz plan templates, fill in the blank templates for social media promotion to get people involved and helping you make decisions and promoting your podcast before it's even launched, uh, to fill in the blank templates for ordering graphics and voiceover, just everything you could possibly need. You know, we have mapped everything out. We've broken everything down into tools and templates. It's all in the Fast Track. So go to getmicrofamous.com. The links to that are there. If you'd rather just work with our agency to launch the whole thing, produce the whole thing for you and get you started on installing the MicroFamous system into your business to make sure that podcast is as effective as what I've just laid out here in this episode, that it actually does shorten your sales cycle. Don't delay. Go to getmicrofamous.com. Scroll to the bottom. You'll see uh, links to our podcast production service there. You can grab a brainstorm call with us, see if you've got the right podcast idea, see if the time is right, see if the ROI looks good, uh, if everything pencils out and we're a good fit to work together so you can get on a call and jump on uh, and make sure that that's the right fit for you. So we've got a couple of ways that we can help. It's all at getmicrofamous.com, so go there. And to me, it's just it, it's it's the right fit right now for introverts. So if you're an expert, in your field, coach, consultant, speaker, author, whatever, but you're on the introverted side, you should be running to start a podcast right now because social media has basically decided they don't want you. <laughs> if, if I can put it that strongly, social media has decided they want the social butterflies and everyone else is getting squashed in the algorithm. So unless you're really good at being uh, a social butterfly online, being extreme, being outrageous, being provocative, being polarizing, like if, if that's not you on Facebook or Instagram, they have basically decided that they're going to squash your stuff in the algorithm and they're going to promote the people that, that, that are the most extreme social butterflies, right? The people that are creating content all day, engaging, responding to every comment, creating content for a couple hours a day, doing all this stuff, taking selfies, doing the stories, doing TikTok, doing Clubhouse, like the people that are doing all the things, those are the ones that are going to win right now on social media because that's what social media has decided that they want to promote. Now that may change, but that's the, what they're looking at right now. So to me, every introvert, that's an expert in your field. If you want ideal clients, podcasting is like the high ground in the flood. You should be running there as quickly as you can to get your own podcast and start getting featured and booked and interviewed on other podcasts to reach new people online because social media is not doing you any favors right now. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. So like I said, go to getmicrofamous.com. Thanks for, for liking the show, sharing the show, rating, reviewing it on iTunes. I appreciate it. I read every single one. And make sure to share this with somebody. If you know somebody that's struggling to get attention on social media, someone who's on the natural introverted side, or even someone that's uh, extrovert in real life, but an introvert online, uh, they're not an extreme social media butterfly online. And so they're having trouble deciding where is that growth coming from? What do I do to reach new people online? Send them this episode. Send it to them uh, because I think it can be very, very encouraging. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next time.